Hello, everyone. You've got to pose in a matrix here again, three nights in a row. Um, we're going for a three for, what do they call that in bowling, a turkey? Um, anyway, I haven't been bowling in years, so if I got that wrong, please forgive me. Uh, okay. Um, where am I going here tonight? I, I follow naturalnews.com, and uh, they came out with something really interesting today. They, they often come out with interesting things, um, and I get a lot of my news from there. Um, however, they come out with some weird stuff, like maybe one out of a hundred things would be a little weird, but um, don't we all? <laughs> um, anyway, I apologize for my glasses, folks. Let's see. I will be getting a new pair here in a couple of weeks, and these things are have seen better days. Anyway, um, so I was looking at Natural News today, and uh, actually, I, I, when they post a new article, I, I get it on my cell phone. So um, I saw this, and I said, "Ooh, this is this is worthy of putting on to the um, on the Opposing Matrix radio show." very worthy and it's uh, it's a warning that i want to you know that he's given to us and i want to give to you because this has all the earmarks of something that may come true okay if trump does not take back the presidency and we're left with um uh sleepy joe i think that's what uh, trump used to call him we uh we're in for a rough ride and um, I don't know. It's uh, I'll let you decide. You know what you think. You know I don't. I never like to put words in people's mouths or anything else. But you know, consider this a possibility. What I'm going to read that this could happen. Okay. Um, things are. I read one of Trump's um, communiques. He he posts at DonaldJTrump.com. Uh, you can go there. He posts like five or six things a day. And uh, some of them are really entertaining to read. <laughs> but um, he posted something, uh, I think it was last week, and he posted about things that are going on in Washington. And he said, um, right at the last sentence, said, things are moving along very quickly. And I took that to mean that he's up to something. Okay? And, you know, I hope that he's up to something. Excuse me. Um because if he doesn't intervene, and I, I know I'm not trying to put him above Yahweh, okay, not by any means, but I think that he is uh, the tool that Yahweh is using, and whether Yahweh has decided not to use him anymore or not is you know only only Yahweh knows. Um, but if he does come back and saves this nation, and then you know there's, there would hopefully be a big revival at that time. I'm hoping anyway, and um, that would that would be really nice. So anyway, if he doesn't come back, then the scenario I'm about to read to you might be very true. Okay, um, I kind of trust natural news. Uh, the guy seems to be he seems to be a, a believer first of all, um, or they seem to be believers, I should say, and. They're always, they're always quoting scriptures and stuff, so that's really good. But um, 
and the stuff he comes up with, I, I can see biblical preference or um, a biblical foundation to it. Um, however, the uh, the numbers that he uses for you know the extermination of humanity, I I find kind of hard to swallow. I, I don't th- know if they'll ever get that far. Maybe they will. Who knows? But according to Scripture uh, in Revelation, it says um, that a third of mankind is is killed. Okay, if there's, I don't have a calculator handy, but if there's um, roughly 8 billion people in this world, I can call up a calculator, though. Let's see. Okay, 8, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 8 billion people divided by 33, or times 66, I should say, is probably an easier way to say it. That would leave 5,280,000,000 people on Earth. Okay, but again, we, we hear again that um, another third of mankind is going to perish during that time. And we're not going to take that off the first total because the second one is a third of the third. Okay, so let's see what's going to be left after this times point. 66 six equals that will get the Earth's population down to three billion four hundred eighty-four million eight hundred, roughly, and uh, I think that's probably what it was about the time I was born. <laughs> Back in the 50s, it might have been even less. Um, 59, actually. I don't want to make it sound like I'm ancient. I'm old, but I'm not ancient. Um, so. Anyway, I'm going to keep that calculator up there just in case we have to use it again. So just from Revelation, we know we're going to go from 8 billion to about 3.5 billion people, roughly. And uh, so I noticed the the plan of the New World Order to to bring the population down to 500 million uh, so that mankind can live in harmony with nature. And uh, that's their plans. So 500 million is drastically different from 3,484,800. Um, so if, there, if this isn't even the, the period of the, revel, the, the tribulation yet, and if they were to get rid of 5 or 6 billion people, you know, before then, that's something that I think would be mentioned <laughs> Uh, it might be alluded to in Matthew chapter 24 um, because there's supposed to be wars and rumors of wars and unrest and everything else and that could lead to the, the murder or killing of uh, millions of people um, but um, and then there's the, uh, Math- the um, Ezekiel 38-39 war which is going to take out a, a large chunk of uh, population but um, so anyway, I just wanted to, to say that before I read this, because I don't necessarily agree with his figures, but I do agree that this could be a scenario. And his, his um, if you wanted to find this, it's, it's www.naturalnews.com. From, from there, just, just look, look for the news, news and, and then uh, and go, go from, from there. there. Um, <clears throat> so the title of this is Exclusive. Deep state planning, false flag attack in order to blame anti-vaxxers and gun owners. That right there has credence. 
Okay, here we go. You ready? This isn't a short article, but I'm going to try to read it as quickly as possible. But I might interject things in, in between the uh, between the lines. Um, and let me tell you, first of all, the, uh, the author of this is a guy named Mike Adams. I want to give credit where credit's due, and it was published on Friday, May 28, 2021, which was today. Still. <laughs> um, he said, yesterday was a bizarre day at Natural News where after I published an article called for calling for Nuremberg-style prosecutions of vaccine researchers who use human children for medical experiments, I received several phone calls. The most relevant call came from someone I didn't know and whose number I did, did not appear on my phone. It was by sheer chance that I even answered it. As I explained in my Situation Update podcast below, which is really good, uh, you should check it out, this person identified himself as a supporter of my site and said that he works for the federal government. What gave his claim credibility was the fact that he knew my number and he was able to initiate the call from a source that did not reveal his phone number to me. Okay, scroll. He said he became aware of my article calling for war crime, war crime tribunals against vaccine researchers and he warned me that this is exactly the kind of article that this deep state is hoping to see published because they plan to carry out a false flag violent attack to blame anti-vaxxers and gun owners. He urged me to take down the article and podcast immediately, which I was actually already in the process of doing because of previous phone calls and previous conversations with other people that I would not get into right now. Importantly, he explained more. Granted, I don't know this person, so I can't say for sure whether he is a white hat or a black hat pretending to be a white hat, but I'll share with you what he said, and you can make up your own mind. First, he said that the false flag operation is perhaps just a couple of weeks away. He explained that the ATF, with Chipman in charge, will already will be ready to move against AR-15 rifles and that they need a big event to achieve that. At the same time, the vaccine industry is desperate to find ways to criminalize and shut down all anti-vaxxer content online since banning it from Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube still hasn't been effective as they hoped. So they figure they can kill two birds with one stone and stage a violent false flag attack of some type that will depict anti-vaxxers as violent gun owners pursuing murder and mayhem. With the obedient media ready to push whatever narrative they're handed, this story can be told with tremendous effectiveness, resulting in a nationwide outcry to criminalize and shut down both anti-vaxxer speech and confiscate AR-15 rifles nationwide. If you don't think that They'll try this. You have no clue of how desperate they are to reach their milestone of 70% vaccine uptake in the United States adults. This was explained to me as the other key point that world leaders are being ordered to achieve vaccine milestones in their countries and that these milestones must be achieved by any means necessary. Just today, rumor is that Italy is now pushing for COVID vaccine mandate into law uh, forcing every citizen of Italy to take the shot. And California just rolled out a new statewide vaccine lottery to encourage low-IQ in, uh, low people to take the vaccine of death shot there. These incentives are all part of the effort to reach their vaccine milestones as easily as possible. And there's a subtitle here, Government Waging All-Out War to Silence and Disrupt Anti-Vaxxers. 
To say that the Biden regime is declaring war on anti-vaxxers is an understatement. They are waging an all-out assault to threaten, destroy, and disrupt all anti-vax publishers, content, individuals, and organizations such as Children's Health Defense or the CHD. There is a sense of urgency behind this, too, since it's only a matter of time before the masses wake up and realize it's the vaccine that's killing so many people. Up until that day comes, the vaccine state is, or excuse me, the deep, the vaccine deep state is going to push as aggressively as possible to get every last person injected with the spike protein bioweapons called vaccines. And to achieve this, they have shut down all the, they have to shut down all the voices promoting vaccine hesitancy, which explains the Facebook algorithm to shadow ban all such comments. In this call, I was told that if I continue to talk about war crimes, war crime tribunals, natural news would be completely taken down or removed from the Internet. My guess is that the people involved in gain of function research have come to realize that they really they will really face war crimes prosecutions as more truth unfolds. And they are using every tactic possible to threaten those who might remind fellow human beings that Running to mass medical experience, they're running mass medical experience on humanity is a crime against humanity. Right on time, the New York Times is pushing out tweets that state that anyone talking about COVID lab leak theory is a racist. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I've been called a racist before for the stupidest things, and that aren't even remotely racist. <laughs> it's uh. It's like, you know, when you're a kid in the, in the playground and the little girl, you know, comes up to you and says, you're a bad boy. And she won't tell you why. But, you know, and then she tells everybody else and everybody thinks you're a bad boy. And uh, it might have been because I didn't let her play in the sandbox with me and the other guys when we were in there. I don't know. Um, but it just it brings back lots of memories. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the message is clear. Don't you dare look into the origins of COVID because that would lead directly to incriminating evidence against Fauci and his cohorts. It would also expose the truth about the vaccine since they're using the spike protein particles that serve as a payload for the SARS-CoV-2 anti- or coronavirus. If those spike proteins turn out to be enhanced or engineered in part through gain-of-function research, which they obviously are, then it means billions of human beings are being injected with genetically engineered bioweapons. The lab theory very quickly morphs into bioweapons explanation, which then exposes the vaccines as depopulation weapons. Uh, once the truth comes out, it seems that there would be global efforts to hold war crime tribunals to get to the truth about all this. That is, if there were enough survivors to launch war crime tribunals uh, effort. Another subtitle, they're trying to mass murder billions of human beings as quickly as possible before any serious backlash can form. Allnewspipeline.com has published a fascinating article on what uh, the world would look like after globalists managed to exterminate billions of people. With the human population reduced to just 500 million people, there's that figure. Almost everything that runs the present-day global economy would vanish. The world would collapse into tribal warfare, and even the guns and ammo will disappear, plunging the planet back into swords and bows existence, as the story explains. And this is a quote of that story. Initially, the population dies uh, dies off from the soft kill. 
People will desire to stay in their homes and current locations, victims of normalcy syndrome. But it'll quickly become obvious that this is not survivable. Food, water, and essential goods will be hoarded. New replacements become unavailable. Law enforcement ends but the, by the government and is replaced by war, local warlords. Uh, gangs will form for mutual protection. The weak and meek will become prey for the gangs as resources dwindle. It will then become necessary for the population to move closer to food and water resources and to abandon the cities. Those who are able to leave the cities without being enslaved or killed by the gangs will congregate in the farm areas near water sources and uh, form their own local leadership slash government uh, systems. With the available worker population at such a low level, most workers are needed for production of food and firewood. Without the benefits of electricity, there will not be modern farm machinery, fertilizers, weed killers, harvesters, trucks, and automatic irrigation. A farm worker will only be able to produce enough food for himself and a few others. During the harvest time, all able-bodied persons will be needed to gather, clean, and can and preserve the crops for winter. But, okay, so another subtitle, but the world isn't ready for truth yet because the vaccine deaths haven't yet exploded. Sadly, the world isn't ready for the truth about vaccine bioweapons, depopulation, collapse, and crimes against humanity. And to discuss these topics right now only invites extreme threats from the deep, the vaccine deep state and its uh, compliant media propaganda outlets. Thus, I am reluctantly going to hold off on the war crimes topic until the public is ready to hear about the post-vaccine death count uh, when the post-vaccine death count explodes due to antibody-dependent enhancement, or ADE, or other similar effects. Once vaccinated people will start dying in mass, it, it will become obvious that one thing that they will have in common is the COVID vaccine. By then, of course, the depopulation agenda will have largely succeeded. Once the masses are killed off by the vaccine, they can rise up and demand an investigation, can they? can't they? It seems the depopulation pushers have already won. And that's the, and that's the essence of the global vaccine depopulation plan. Inject billions now before the truth comes out, knowing that the time, by the time people realize what has happened, they're already in the process of dying from the vaccine's effects. Since you can't undo spike protein injection, most of those who took the vaccine will be beyond recovery. The global population goal is somewhere around 6 billion people, and according to a recent Gallup poll, there are at least, six, at least a billion people worldwide who refuse to take the vaccine. That same poll found that a little over two-thirds of the people around the world are currently willing to get the vaccine. This means the vaccine is going to have a force, have to be forced on many people in order to reach that 70% goal. And that's the low end of the global goal. They really want the global population reduced by 90%. Thus, the vaccine push is going through five phases. Phase one, vaccinate the easy people who can't wait to get the shot. Phase two, offer incentives and rewards to convince those on the fence, like free donuts free beer, lottery tickets, etc. That means every cop is going to be taking this free donuts. Just kidding, guys. Um, phase three, punish those who refuse to get vaccinated by taking away their rights, like no entry, no travel, etc. 
Phase 4, criminalize vaccine resistors by passing mandatory vaccine laws. Phase 5, gunpoint medicine, launch door-to-door vaccine squads to forcibly vaccinate people at gunpoint against their will. We are right now at Phase 3, moving towards Phase 4. The next subtitle, there is not much more that we can do for those who are willing to get along with their own extermination. The upshot here is that those of us who have been desperately trying to warn humanity have already done all we can do. Those people who are willing and even happy to have themselves injected with a deadly spike vaccine, uh, spike protein bioweapon, excuse me, uh, can't be stopped from doing so as it's their own brainwashed choice. A parent who allows their child to be used as human guinea pigs in COVID vaccine medical experiments can't be stopped either. As they claim, they clearly in, as they're clearly insane and beyond reach. Okay, society has lost its will to survive, and the vast majority of the world's population is happily hurting itself toward, into destruction, hurling itself. That is, if these people take no action to save themselves, there's not much you can do that you or I can do to intervene on their behalf. They've made their choice, and they're going to have to live or die with it. We are living in the end times. This is the end of humanity as we know it. The human species is now fully invested in its own destruction, and the vast majority of individuals are quite thrilled to go along with it. It seems that the rest of us now need to focus on prepping for the global collapse that's sure to follow. We are wasting time trying to save those who have committed their own destruction. Instead, we should be sharing information about survival, food self-reliance, community strengthening, and local communications and the like. So that's what I'm going to do as well. I'll probably, I'll probably fettered away, I've probably fettered away too much time already on people who prefer to commit vaccine suicide. If they no longer have the willingness to investigate the truth before they inject themselves with an unproven risky medical experiments, uh, then what business do we have trying to save them from themselves? I don't think we can stop the global vaccine extermination agenda. The the depopulation machine is far too powerful, extremely well-funded, and has the backing of government, media, law enforcement, and corrupt science journals. Anyone who wants to survive the vaccine culling is going to have to figure it out for themselves. All we can do is work to be among the survivors. As math depth death subsumes excuse me, the globe, there will be survivors who rejected the vaccine death shot. But even those survivors will then have to contend with far more difficult survival scenario of economic collapse and civilization collapse. Globalists are gunning for mass uh, global depopulation, but they seem to be oblivious to the fact that once they kill 90% or more, of the current population, no one will be alive to run the nuclear power plants. Eventually, they will all fail and go into meltdowns, spreading radioactive clouds into the atmosphere to be distributed by the winds and weather. Surviving the vaccine is the least of the challenges yet to come, it turns out. As the global depopulation death wave kicks in, we will also have to survive economic collapse, food collapse, tribal warfare, nuclear accidents, and whatever else is unleashed by the global depopulation agenda. Or perhaps you think all this is science fiction and there's nothing to be worried about. It's exciting to get your vaccine shot, isn't it? Tell all your friends and celebrate your newfound freedom. Mock the anti-vaxxers while pretending that life will get back to normal 
if everybody is forced to take the same COVID vaccine. Have fun while your life lasts because it won't be much longer if the globalists get their way. You've just, you've just depopulated the name, depopulated in the name of saving the planet for the powerful wealthy families that wish to claim dominion over the earth. Listen to today's situation of CAD update podcast to hear the rest of this analysis. And he's got a video that's, uh, probably about, well, probably close to an hour long, um, where he talks about this. So I think it's worth uh, everybody listening to. A lot of it is repeated, uh, has, it will repeat what I've read here, but, um, he goes into other things too. Now, that was the gloom and doom. Now let's look at something else now, okay? Because, yes, it's it's bad news, and it's it's something to, that's scary and everything else. But first of all, if you're a believer in Yeshua, you have protection. Now, that doesn't mean that everybody that's a Christian that took the shot will survive, but many will. Okay, remember God's promises. No weapon formed against you will prosper. And he said that's the heritage of the of the uh, people of God. Okay, so right there, there's a promise. Um, you know, Yeshua constantly, his thing was don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. And that, that's good. And I, I think that God is very well, Yahweh is very well at looking out for his own. Okay. Um so it's interesting. Uh, he used the fact of one billion are refusing. I think it's a lot more than that. I just about everybody I know is refusing. I, a few family members have gotten it, and that just really grieves me. Because if this guy's true, then um, I may be saying goodbye. But um, I hope not, because they're both believers. Okay. <laughs> um, and, you know, I have other family, too, that I don't know if they've taken it or not. My suspicion is that they have um, because they have absolutely nothing to do with uh, Yahweh and uh, everything to do with the the enjoyment and pleasures of this life. And, um, you know, living is one of those enjoyments. And if they're being lied to that they're going to die if they don't take the vaccine, then I'm sure they've taken it. Um I'm kind of disappointed in that, but you know, like the guy said in the article, what can you do? You can only talk to people so much, right? Um, so it almost looks like if this scenario is true and in ways it is biblically in ways it isn't biblically. Okay. Um, I, I kind of adhere to the book of revelation and while I don't know if, when the judgments are coming and in what order they'll come, I do know that there's going to be at least three and a half years of uh, relative peace, not necessarily for believers, but uh, for the world. And But it's going to be a deception. It's going to, just like the COVID pan, pandemic is a deception, it's going to look real, but it's not going to be real. The peace isn't going to be real. There's going to be an alternative things that happen in the background and, and everything else. So, um, anyway, uh, survivors, if this is a scenario, survivors aren't going to have it very easy. Um, like he talked about all the problems that's going to, that are going to be around, you know, I, I know that, uh, people around here, you know, I live out in a stick. So people around here are kind of, um, protective of, uh, their neighbors. And, um, I know that if, uh, 
somebody were to try to hurt me, that they would intervene and likewise me for them. And um, I also know that they they would probably share food and stuff like that until things got really bad and then they might get a little dicey. But um, for the most part, they would they would go out of their way to share food and water and, and everything else. We have a lot of hunters here. I like to hunt deer and elk, so you know that would take care of that. Um, we have a lot of gardens around. It's a it's a heavy um, agrarian society around here, and um, so there's there's a lot of vegetables grown, uh, a lot of wheat. So we'd have a lot of bread and uh, and stuff like that. So anyway, that's kind of in, unconcerning to me. I, I don't I'm, I don't worry about any of this actually. Um, you know, Brian has mentioned a bunch of times about uh, the pre-trib rapture. I, I used to be, I used to believe in that, and um, and I, you know, I, to be quite honest with you, I kind of hope he's right. <laughs> but I tend to lean more towards uh, mid-trib, and there are scriptures in script in in the Bible that talk about that. And um, but you know, Brian and I disagree, but we agree to disagree, and it doesn't really matter. Just the, just the fact that Yeshua is coming back someday to get us is all that matters, right? To me, it doesn't matter when. It's just that He's coming back to get us. And um, if we have to suffer a little bit uh, for three and a half years and then go home, then that's okay with me. Um, who knows? You know, it's when it comes to that. It could be any time, okay? Um, I don't think any one person has the the correct scenario down, but uh, oh, we'll just have to wait and see what happens with all that, right? Okay. So I just want to, you know, with all the gloom and doom that I just wrote read about, and um, and I'm have been talking about. Uh, first of all, like I said, if you're a believer, then you've got you've got protection. So it could be, you know, um, if you've been deceived by the government, then um, then I think God is gracious um, to to protect you. If if you took it without thinking about or without caring about what God thinks about it, then it, you know who knows. I don't. I, I don't. I'm not God. I don't want that job. I never had it. And. Uh, and it's it's too hard of a job. I, I like easier jobs. Now that I'm retired, I don't like any jobs. But um, so anyway, he's going to take care of his own. Okay. And um, again, the figures that the guy's using, I don't necessarily think they're scriptural. So I'm, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at that uh, with a grain of salt when he when he says that. Uh, you know, seven billion people are going to be eliminated, or eight, or whatever. And uh, I know that's their goal, but the world has always had a goal to destroy Jews and Christians, and um, because the devil doesn't like us, uh, the devil hates humanity to begin with. He—it's not just Christians and Jews. He hates um, atheists. He hates everybody else because we're made in the image of God. We're all descendants of Adam, at least those of us that are all human, and. Um, and therefore, we are uh, Yeshua came as a um, kinsman redeemer, which means that he came as a human to die for humans. He didn't come to die for Nephilim. He didn't come to die for um, human alien hybrids and stuff like that. He came to die for for human beings like you and me. Hopefully, I'm talking to all human beings. Um, I'm just messing with you, but. Um, 
so if he went through all that trouble to die for us, if we make a mistake uh, by maybe taking the vaccine, um, I think he's gracious enough to protect us. And uh, I think that's that might be one of the things that would cause persecution because when the world sees that Christians that took this vaccine are surviving and even thriving, that's going to cause a jealousy and it's going to cause a hatred of Christians by the world. Um Put simply, that's what's, that, that could quite possibly happen. Um, I know that uh, it spurred on different pogroms and inquisitions and stuff on the Jews, because wherever the Jews would move, they would prosper. And, um, and jealousy factored into a lot of that. And um, I don't know. Well, you know, like the Sanhedrin said, let, the, let his blood be on us and on our children. And that... That was, has basically been a self-fulfilling prophecy for the last 2,000 years. But, um, you know, it's, it's just because if you're an, a, a true, honest believer that's earnestly seeking the Lord and, he, and have a wonderful relationship with him or have any kind of relationship, actually, instead of religion, uh, then I think you're covered. Uh, people that are sitting on the fence, another, and it's another story, you know, you know, only the Lord knows who he's going to save. Okay, yes, I believe in predestination, but in a different way than the Calvinists do. Um, but, um, where's I going with this? Okay, so he knows that those that are going to be saved that aren't saved right now. Okay, and he's not going to let them die. Okay, until until they come to faith in him. So there's another group of people that probably won't be affected very much by the taking the vaccine. Um, other people, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Like I said, I'm not God, and I'm not going to say he's going to be saved. He's not going to be saved. He's going to be saved. He's not going to be saved. That's that's not my job. My job is to tell people how to get saved, <clears throat> and. Uh, which brings me to this. We're, we're kind of heading for perilous times, folks. And if you don't know Yeshua, um, you might want to really consider getting to know him pretty quick. Because um, the way uh, that worldly affairs are now, it's you could be alive one minute and dead the next. You know, it's uh, uh, for you younger people that think that my generation had it so easy and you have it hard. Well, you probably have never been taught about the Cold War. And about the nuclear race. Um, when I was young, they used to teach us how to get under our desk. Watch for a flash. Uh, don't look at the flash. If you're near a ditch, jump in the ditch. Um, if you can get to any kind of shelter, get into it. Um, and they had uh, shelters set up all over the place. You could go, like every other block had a shelter that you could go to if, if the inevitable happened. And uh, thank God for mutually assured destruction because that kept the... Um, the people on both sides from from doing something very stupid, and um, I think actually I think mutually assured destruction was something that Yahweh introduced. Um, he put it in somebody's brain to bring it up, and uh, the people realized, hey, if I if I destroy half of you, you're going to destroy half of me, and there's going to be nothing left. So what's the use doing that, you know? And um, so anyway, something to ruminate on. But, uh, yeah, we had our hardships. I mean, there was there was times when tensions uh, got a little high between the Soviet Union and the United States, and 
and I wondered if I was going to see a bright flash some night. And because I lived by, um, for many years near a, a, a major target, Travis Air Force Base down in California. And uh, I used to joke around and say that if uh, if I know they're doing that, I'm going to drive down to Travis real quick and stand out on the flight line and try to catch it. And then I said, with the way my luck runs, I, it would probably be a dud and I'd be the only one killed. Um, you're supposed to laugh now. <laughs> but um, anyway, so, you know, we lived with that for many years until the dissolution of the um, the Soviet Union. And now we're experiencing the same thing with South Korea acquiring nuclear weapons and, and Iran and and other unstable people and governments who uh, are unpredictable and, and probably demon-possessed. Um, I think demon possession runs rampant in most governments, actually. And if they aren't possessed when they go in, they are when they come out. Um, if they ever come out, you could be another Nancy Pelosi and be there for most of your life. But um, anyway, so there, you know, I, although I read a lot of gloom and doom, there there is hope, and uh, but the hope is only in one person and in one one entity, uh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You know, and uh, if you don't know him, then uh, you, you'll get to meet him someday if you don't come around. Uh, but it's not going to be a pleasant day. And uh, I don't mean to scare anybody or, you know, that might have sounded like an idle threat. But it's the truth. And it will happen. So, let's see. Oh, I think I got the backwards camera. Um, the whole thing down set, you know. The, the right side is really the left side over here. <laughs> so, um, it's hard working in a mirror. Um, so anyway, it's basically all I wanted to bring up tonight. And um, so put your trust in the Lord if you haven't already. And if you have, keep trusting him. And uh, know that uh, he holds us all in the palm of his hand. And... Uh, and he guards us under the the feathers of an eagle. He's the eagle, and um, and that he will and he let, won't let anything happen to us that uh, he hasn't planned for. Okay, so having said that, I'm going to go ahead and get off of this thing. I've been on for already for 38 minutes, but uh, I just wanted to bring you that little news blurb so that you could uh, kind of, uh, well, maybe go to the website and and, uh, and check it out. Natural News has got excellent stuff on it. Um, but like I said, you know, measure it with Scripture because not all of it's scriptural. Okay, a lot of it comes close, but close doesn't matter. <laughs> it comes to God. Close only counts in horseshoes and grenade throwing and atom bombs. Okay, um, and there are no excuses uh, in God's kingdom. Okay, so you have to really try to nail it correctly and the only way you can do that is by asking for God to give you wisdom through his Holy Spirit uh, Yahweh grants the, the real Chakodesh to uh, people that ask for him um, after Yeshua of course so anyway um, again a reminder we're having Gordy Tong on Monday night and while we're not live I will try to get it on the uh, up on here uh, on Rumble and uh, also get the audios up on uh, Spreaker and on Podbean, and also on to the Delusion Resistance website. 
Um, if you haven't delivered, um, um, excuse me, let me try this again. Blah, 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 blah. If you haven't visited Delusion Resistance website, you might want to do that. There's a lot of neat articles on there. Um, I'm not bragging or anything. I, to tell you the truth, I'm nothing without Yeshua writing through me. <laughs> um, also, there's a you know you can download a free copy of the book I wrote on Holy Communion, and there, I think there's ten other books on there too that I've never really published uh, through a publisher, but is published on my website. And you can download those for free and read them to your heart's content or just come back to the website and click on the link and continue reading. Um, and also there's the archive page for um, Opposing the Matrix here. And uh, we go; those archives go all the way back to uh, December of 2010. So there's a lot of radio shows on there. So listen to them to your heart's content. And... Um, well, until then, folks, until Monday, uh, unless I decide to do another show tomorrow night, if something gets sparked and I feel like doing it or God lights a fire under me, um, if I don't see you then, I'll see you on Monday night. And, uh, well, God bless you all, and and uh, have a wonderful evening, a wonderful weekend, a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. And remember all those people that died for us, okay, soldiers, patriots, and everybody else, okay? Because without them, we'd still be under a king in England, and he'd be making our choices for us. And um, that's that wouldn't be a good thing. So we have a certain amount of freedom left, hopefully for a long time, but who knows. So um, anyway, in your prayers, thank the Lord. Also in your prayers, remember us, because we're, we're going through a little rough patch right now, but we'll get through it. And um, uh, it's always hard when you retire. You only do it once in your life, most people, and, and you know you don't know what to do. So <laughs> you only retire once. You only get old once too, right? Um, so yeah, just keep us in our prayers that uh, you know He grants us financial mercies and stuff like that, and so we'll be able to uh, survive and make it through. And uh, well, anyway, and also, um, and I forgot the name of that place again. Uh, we have a, a site you can go to. Oh, Brian, where are you when I need you? Um, well, I don't know. I'll bring it up on Monday night, I guess. Um, yeah, it just totally left me. Uh, there was a... One time there was a guy that's... or uh, Actually, it was a nurse joke. The nurse says to the doctor, I... I had a thought, but it left me, and the doctor says it must have been lonely. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, I think of that joke every time I forget something. <laughs> well, folks, um, I'm starting to get a little punchy here, and i got to get to bed. So, uh, have a wonderful um, weekend, and we'll see you on Monday night, and maybe sooner if the Spirit wills. In Yeshua's name, amen. Good night.